Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to give a start and shout out to all of our lovely patrons out there. For as little as $5 a month, you can support the podcast and help us keep going and pay for production costs. And by doing so, you get access to over a hundred different pieces of audio content that are on our special Patreon audio list. You get your name right at the beginning of the podcast. You get access to amazing Facebook group and you get to chat with the host during live stream. And today you're going to get to hear from several of our patrons who I interviewed for the podcast. But here are the ones who've been supporting us and I love them all. Here we go. Eccentric ESOL Lady, Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kel C, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie X, Texas teacher Kristen, she's on the podcast today, Miss Sunshine, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, The Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. I'd also like to thank our sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They produce about 45 different educational theater posters that are classroom specific. No one else in the U.S. does this. So if you are a theater teacher looking for resources, or you have a theater teacher in your building, send them to Lud Lamb Dramatics. It's worth it. It really is. All right, folks, today is a special episode because I was feeling off my game. I've been just struggling with life and emotions and all that stuff. Anyone who listens a lot has probably read through the lines and picked up on what was going on. But I'm doing better. And so today, um, for our episode, I decided to choose and reach out to some of our patrons. I put it out in the Facebook group if anyone wanted to be interviewed. And the people who were able to be interviewed and their times lined up with mine and they responded, they're on this podcast. So we get to hear from three of our Patreon patrons today in just little interviews. I hope you guys get to hear this. And the main takeaway from all this is you're not alone. If you're a teacher out there struggling, there are hundreds and thousands of us just like you. They may not all be in your school, or you might not even know all of them, but we are out there, and you are not alone in going through what you're doing. So remember that, take a deep breath, enjoy these, and keep listening to the podcast, and sign up for the Patreon. All right, my friends, love you all. Enjoy. Peace. Enjoy our interview with Exhausted Band Director. How did you hear about the podcast? How did you find out about us? I, um... I was just on Spotify searching for new, uh, searching for new podcasts to listen to over the summer. And, uh, I think this was about two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago, coming home visit from visiting family in central Texas and, uh, teacher needs a drink came up and I binged for about four and a half, five hours driving. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you've joined. I'm glad you support us on the Patreon. Um, so out of education or out of topics and stuff we cover, what's something you're interested in or like that really grabs you when you know we're going for it or you see it in the title? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is equality in teaching because uh, not only for people of color, but also for, for, for gender as well, because I know that what I see and what I hear from a lot of my female colleagues in the band world, um, they're treated very differently by admin. 
especially in the area that I am because the area that I'm in is very, um, we'll say old school is a nice way of putting it, old-fashioned. And it's it's it hurts me to see them treated that way because they're just as good or better musicians and ed- educators than I am. And it's not fair that they're being treated this way. Hmm. So do you see a lot of like people talking down to them because they're women or they're not getting enough opportunities or it's just good old boy. Like, Hey, you, your pretty little thing wouldn't understand this. I mean, uh, what are you seeing or what do you feel? D all of the above. Honestly, there's a town, <laughs> there's um, a little bit of, because they're a woman, they're leaned on a little bit more by, by uh, other teachers because they are women. Um, the good old boy system is alive and well. Alive. No, that that part of the U.S. and that part of the state feels like it's a good twenty years behind the times with just about everything, everything from race relations to just how you act decently to people. And so, I, I my uh, ex used to live out there, and a lot of her uh, family is from that area. And whoo, it, it was a trip back in time whenever we went out there. And it it can be tricky, and I can't imagine teaching in that where you have kids who have access to all the modern stuff running into this old good old boy system that's just been stuck in place for 60 years. How do you thrive in that? Um, as much as I hate to say it, it's a little bit of you have for a lot of people, it's very much you have to play the game of latching onto an old boy. And as much as I, as much as I steer away from that, um, what you were talking about, it's, it's something that they, somebody's going to find you and they're going to be like, they're, they like you, and you're going to be part of their group, and they're going to give you knowledge and stuff like that, and then you see them shunning some others. So that's hard. But it, um, yeah. I very much try to, with my students, it, it's a simple fact of when the first day of class, I say, y'all are my, y'all are my surrogate children. I love every, every single one of y'all. You're my surrogate children. I'm going to treat you as such, and it doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter where you come from doesn't matter how much money you have in the, in the bank, in the, in your pocket. It's you're my children. I'm going to love all of y'all and I'm going to treat y'all all equally. That's the only way I can do it because it's, it's nice in some other areas of the state where we can be more vocal in your community here. We have to try to do it a little bit through the students, the individual students and being as vocal as we can be in this area. Are you guys able to take chances and do more student led events that might be you know, against the conservative nature of that area, or is it pretty much if it's if it has a rainbow flag, or if this is something that's progressive, or it's going to get shut down by admin, or at least by neighboring parents? It's it's going to be more of that, um, I, because uh, a, a city that is 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 near generally in the area where I have, they have a pagan market once a month, and without fail, the Catholic Church down the street is out marching around it. So, <laughs> It's it's very much one of those where it's very conservative Christian values, and while Christian values have their have their place, and they're if if we follow them as they're actually intended, it's good. But yeah, but we don't need to put that on to students who you know might not be Christian or make teachers who might not be Christian have to service those values, no matter how universal they may might supposed to be. So I hear that. And that's a tough situation you're in. Do you have a, a partner you live with or someone who is there that is also a teacher or do they do another job? Or I am married. I have a, a wife of, what is it, five years now? Is it five years? Almost six, five, almost six years. And a full two-year-old daughter. Um, 
who I'm currently sitting in the uh, the wreckage of the living room from her her reign. Uh, but yeah, I, I my wife and I live together, and she um, she's mostly stay at home parent. She has has some side gigs that she does, but she mostly stay at home parent. So we're lucky in that regard. But that's great. Does she support you continuing teaching? Is she like, you know what, this is I've seen how burned and exhausted you are, exhausted band director, you should try something else? Or how does she support you through all this? She she is very because she's also a musician as well. We're both uh, we and, and she's very supportive of it. But she's also one who's very much um, in odds with the, as, as the community as a whole of the some of the beliefs that we have they have. Um, it's one of those that it worked to be the the light of students that the light for students who don't get a lot of it they are they are accepted or they're seen making sure that they feel seen in our class and that's something that we both really talk about i think that's very valid i think that's what speaks to a lot of teachers when you have those one or two students no matter what subject you teach that this is the place where they actually are thriving or they can be wherever they are it's their shiny spot to be and it could be anything from music to theater to history to math to AP bio or who knows what. But I think it's great that you're able to be that and able to recognize that. So congratulations. That's good. Thank you. It's one of those things like music at its at its essence is 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 blind and it it does not see. Music is a fabric of the universe and it's part of all of us. So why should we make music not applicable for everyone? No, here, here. It's universal. I, I like that a lot. Well, that's really cool. Have you always wanted to be a teacher? Was that something like in college you decided to start doing? Where did you? Where did that direction come from? Uh, I can remember my early years. I wanted to be a, uh, a fighter pilot in the military until I realized I was afraid of heights. That that, that kicked that right out the window real quick. Um, it. I originally wanted to be a coach. I originally wanted to be a coach, and I did music because just something new to try and my mother was my mother's got a music degree uh, so I'd always been around music sang in the church choir when I was younger um, and it wasn't until my junior year that I decided that I wanted to be I, I for sure wanted to be a music educator of high school yeah it's it's been one of those where I'd never look back I couldn't imagine doing another career because nothing feels the same as teaching music to me do you see yourself just teaching until you retire or do you see yourself like, oh man, I can only do this for a few more years or what, what do you see as your future? Uh, I'm probably going to teach until I, I retire and then maybe do if, if I'm allowed, go back and help in the classroom some after I've retired because um, I do see a lot of hope in this younger generation for <laughs> inclusivity and even, even here inclusivity and love for more than just the person who looks the same as I do. It's one of those I want to go back and be still be a part of that even after I retire. I think that's good. I like what you said. I feel there is a lot of hope with Gen Z that's coming up through the ranks right now. And they have such a unique look at the world since they've been like pretty much raised on I don't know, our disasters and the boomer disasters and everything that's come since then. And they've lived like on the net since the day they were born. And I'm just fascinated about how they kind of just see everything and have access to everything. And even though we have a lot of conservative schools and different places like trying to shut down information, these kids already have access to it and they know it's out there. And so while it sucks for teachers to have to remove all the books, a lot of these kids, they have access to that. And I think it's really great. I think this is going to be a really unique generation coming up, unlike anything else. 
that's the beautiful thing of it is that all of the access to history that we know of, students can find it with something that goes in their pockets. And it, that's, right. that's, that's the best thing that I see. While schools are a great place, the fact that they can get the real context of something from that as well is, is spectacular. That's awesome. I like that. It's a good note to wrap up with. Do you have anything you'd like to say to any of the other hosts? They're not listening right now. It's just me, but they'll get to hear the podcast in this episode or anything you'd like to say to anyone out there listening before we tune out. Um, I guess what I would like to say is that um, even though it feels very much like I am in an area where it's a constant uphill battle, uh, a lot of these teachers out here still do very much care for their students and love their students and do what they can in the best way they know how. My district, and even in particular, they love our students and they care about us. It's just we need, we need help. We need more teachers that understand and care for students as, all, as a whole instead of what we think students should be. Um, and to the hosts, um, hosts y'all are all incredible individuals and human beings. And every time I see that little on Spotify, that little blue dot next to teacher needs a drink, I'm like, yes. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. You have a great night. Say hello to your wife for me. And I'll probably talk to you again soon. This is Texas teacher Kristen. Welcome, Texas teacher Kristen. Hey there, Elvis. Hey, it's nice to have you on here. I know I've chatted with you a little bit in the Facebook group a little bit, and definitely during our, when we did movie watch parties, it's been a minute since we've done one of those. But I am glad to have you on the air. How's your day been? Yeah, it, it's been a day. Um, we just came back from a, a four-day, you know, ice break. So <laughs> we went to school last week on Monday, and then we're out Tuesday through Friday. So today was a lot of catch-up, and the students weren't really having it. Um, they don't get the urgency that, well, now we're a week behind. Yeah, for them, it's just, you know, oh, there's more work for us to do. Crap. Um, do you mind me asking, what subject matter do you teach or what level? Um, I teach middle school, sixth through eighth Ooh. grade, um, special ed English. Ooh, that sounds challenging. It, it is. Um, I have, um, you know, five classes and, um, you know, I have my sixth grade is double block, so I teach them for reading and for writing. And then I have, um, let's see, two sections of eighth grade and one of seventh grade. So I basically have four preps. Oh, wow. But it's middle school and special ed at that. That is not easy. So is it yeah, a general inclusion class or how would you describe um, your class? Well, it's basically a modified uh, curriculum. So most of my students are, um, they say, about two to three grade levels uh, below their peers. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of them have, you know, dyslexia and other reading difficulties. Um, so, yeah, basically, you know, I take the um, gen ed curriculum, you know, from the district and then... I modify it um, as best I can for the group that I have. Well, interesting. Well, I'm curious, Texas teacher, Chris, you're one of our patrons and you have been for a while. How'd you come across the, how'd you come across the podcast? How'd you find out about us? Um, I think it was just through, you know, like a, probably, I, I think I first found y'all on Spotify. I was just looking for 
um, a podcast or something to listen to on my way to work. Um, I have about a 30-minute commute and um, came across Teacher Needs a Drink, and I, I, I pretty much described me <laughs> as a middle school teacher for 15 years. Uh, this teacher does need a drink every now and then. Um, and so I just started listening and, you know, I, I mean, I fell in love with the podcast and all the hosts. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, like the, you know, having that kind of, you know, safe space to speak freely, I think is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, it's become a, a valuable weekly therapy for me and for a lot of the hosts. So uh, I'm glad listeners get something out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you know, and, you know, sometimes it's, um, you know, like it, you're, you're just it kind of puts things in perspective for, you know, I'm like, OK, I'm not the only one dealing with this or dang, these people have it way worse than me. So you know, that, that does help too. I'm like, okay, now, now I can make it through this. If this person is doing this, I, I can handle it. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad we help. And I, I hope it wasn't me that was going through the worst of it, but I, <laughs> I, I'm glad you're listening and I'm glad you're still teaching. Now I'm curious, you've been teaching 15 years. I've been teaching, I think, oh my God, I'm probably getting close to, I'm like at 18 or 19 now. Um, how do you feel about continuing teaching? Is this something that you feel that you're going to keep doing for a path or you're already starting to look at outs? Like I was talking to another patron and they're still the, and I'm not mocking them in any way. I, I feel it and support it, but they're like, no, this is what I like to do. And this is what I want to do until I'm not doing work anymore. What do you see for yourself as a teacher? Do you want to keep doing this? Do you want to change? Are you looking at different things? Where are you at? Um, right now I'm, I'm kind of, you know, looking for a change. Um, now I don't know if it's just a change in, you know, environment, you know, like going to a different school or, um, you know, or getting out of, you know, teaching altogether. Um, you know, I, it's hard to think, I'm like, all right, this is year 15. I've worked all middle school. You know, I don't know how much longer, you know, I can, you know, do middle school. Um, but, you know, I've been, uh, you know, my, it's my district had sent out, you know, or my, my specific school sent out, well, you know, contracts don't go out until, you know, March or, you know, whatever, but we would like to know kind of just to, you know, plan for next year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's already February. Uh, it's only February really. Um, so I've, I told them, I was like, you know, I'm looking, you know, for, um, you know, something closer to home. Cause like I said, I have a 30 minute drive each day. Um, and, but I don't, you know, have anything set in stone. So I don't know. I'm looking to move to a district closer to home, but I'm also open to the possibility of, you know, leaving the profession and maybe going into, you know, a professional development type route. Um, you know, what I've run into, there's not a lot of moves that you can make, you know, once, and especially in special ed, um, I always joke, it's like hotel California, you can mm -hmm. check out, but you can never actually leave. Um, cause once you get into special ed, they don't want to let you go. Um, because I've mentioned to, you know, my principal and, um, before I was like, I would really like to go back to 
just to, because I, I started my career in uh, teaching history and moving back into that would be great. Plus it's not star tested. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I see, and I brought it up before, that you have a partner, you're married, you have a husband. Is he in teaching as well, or is he in a different No, field? no. He was um, in the hospitality industry, like in hotels. Does he support you staying as a teacher when he sees you drained or beat up or all however you're feeling? Or how does he support you? He, you know, he, he it's hard being married to someone who's not an educator um, because they don't you know, always get what you're, you know, what you're going through. Um, But at the same time, and it's really crazy that, you know, you ask this because just the other day, um, you know, we, there's been some stuff in the news about, you know, teachers and still the, the attitudes towards teachers and the violence in some areas um, towards teachers. And he just had a breakdown the other day um, and just started crying because, you know, he doesn't want to get that phone call and not be able to help me, you know, if yeah. something were to happen, um, you know, because, you know, we've had to go through all those trainings and, you know, active shooters. And, you know, I, I try not to bring that stuff to him because I don't want him to to worry. Um, but but yeah, so, I mean, he's supportive of, you know, me as a teacher, but he, you know, hates how stressed out I am. I've had some some health issues, um, you know, that caused me to be out of work for a couple of days. And I had a stroke. Oh, wow. um, but it wasn't, you know, I mean, it probably could have been related to stress. So he, he worries in that aspect. Well, it sounds like he's a loving, caring person. So congratulations. Thank you. He very much is. <laughs> Well, that kind of goes through a lot of the things I had to ask you, but I'm curious, when we talk on Teach Me to Drink podcast, what are some of the subjects that you like to hear us talk about or some of the things that you just, you know, that felt at least compelled you enough to make you want to join our Patreon and be one of an extra little supporter for us? What, what draws you to the podcast? Um, I think it's just having the, that community because of, you know, teachers who are, um, going through, you know, things that I have and, you know, hearing, hearing everybody's stories and, um, you know, just the support that you give, give each other. It actually, you know, even though, you know, I've never met any of the hosts, um, I have talked to y'all through, you know, the chat during the live streams and, and things like that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice, you know, to have that, um, you know, that group that, you know, they're not the people that you work with and, (laughs) you know, but so you can, you know, you can kind of say how you feel and, um, especially with, you know, the pseudonyms and, and everything like that. Um, I just really, I look forward to Wednesdays, um, for my, for my commute to work because, um, you know, and I'm always, you know, that and, you know, I've, the, the would you rathers is, you know, hilarious to me because, (laughs) you know, it's, I'm like, how, I I just don't even know how you come up with those. Um, but you know, trying to think, all right, you know, what, you know, what would I pick and what's that bunny loophole going to be, you know, (laughs) going to be this week. Um, she's so good at that. (laughs) She really is. 
Um, but that, and then, you know, how you're very supportive of mental health for teachers. And even if it's just right now listening to a podcast or, um, you know, but very encouraging and telling people, you know, it's okay to take your days and, you know, just being supportive and hearing that is also, you know, really nice as a listener. Oh, good. I'm glad. No, mental health is big for me. Starting with pandemic and how we were all just locked down and teaching and doing weird virtual stuff and everything, all the crazy bullshit that went on through there. I still can't believe some of the stuff we did during pandemic to just now in a a week, you know, I mean, we had to flip the script in like a week or two. And looking back at how we did all that without losing our minds, it's just insane. It's really, and part of that was just having the podcast where I could sit and we talk and like, okay, how are you guys today? But I mean, mental health is just so important, especially as a teacher, because this job is not easy. I mean, you teach special ed. I've never had to teach special ed exclusively, but I'm close with Lucille Lane who had and did before she was able to step out and become teaching adjacent with her career. And it's not easy. It's a heavy, heavy load. And it's not one you just pick up at eight in the morning and put down at five at night. It's, you know, (laughs) it's all your life. And that's exhausting. That's why I'm curious about your partner. And I'm happy that they're very supportive of you. And mental health is just the other stuff. Because even when we're not getting help from jobs, our lives outside can suck. I mean, I went through a breakup this month. That sucked. I have my kids who can be interesting or money or banking or family. Yeah. All those things. And so you really do need to embrace mental health, not even just as a teacher, just as a human. But, oh, I, I, sorry, I, I get on my little soapbox every now and then. Oh, no, no, um, I, I, I totally get it. Um, but, yeah, and, and I've, I've learned, you know, as over the years, I mean, you know, I, I see so many, you know, new teachers and just wanting, you know, I mean, and I am all for giving, a, you know, 100% of myself. But there comes a time that, you know, I don't even, you know, I don't answer emails after work unless they're absolutely super duper important. Um, You know, there's many times that I bring the computer home and it doesn't even leave my bag. You know, know, I've just, you know, with the stress that I've had and, you know, like the health scares I've had with the stroke and everything, I've, you know, they'll, they'll replace me in an instant. You know, mm-hmm. and my family can't do that. Um, so at least I hope they can't. No. Um, you know, and so it's just really trying to have that work-life balance. And I think that's what's so hard for teachers. No, it's hard, especially because we're in a we're in a, a job where they have no problem asking us to give everything without giving anything in return. And so many of us have done that blindly for so long. It's like, no, 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 it, we're hitting a breaking point now. You, you need to give us some money. You need to give us some time. You need yeah. to give us some breaks. Teen days only go so far. I exactly. mean, Texas teacher Kristen, I need to wrap us up because I have one absolutely. more interview I got to do yeah. before I start doing my dinner stuff. But do you have any messages to anyone out there listening or to any of the hosts who will be listening at some point and, or anything, but parting thoughts? Um, you know, just really, and, you know, I don't want to miss anybody's names, but. Um, you know, all, you know, I mean, what bunny and cow and mama chicken and everybody that I've heard. And if I left anybody off, you know, I know that I've missed some, you know, 
Lucille Lane and I don't even, you know, there's so many, but I, I just, I'm so fortunate to have found y'all's podcast and now to be, you know, talking with you, Elvis. I mean, that was, you know, it was really, really awesome. Boom. All right. Elvis is back. And right now I have our patron bookworm. Hello, bookworm. Hello. Well, Bookworm, I've chatted with you several times as I've gotten to know you through the Patreon. I believe there's been many, many live streams where you've come and you've chat with us and the host while we're recording. But Bookworm, I'm glad you're here. I also know you're fairly active in the Patreon group or our Facebook patron group where you've got to meet some other people of our community. So I'm glad you're here. And so first thing I ask you is how did you find the podcast? How did you hear about us? Especially um, way out on the East Coast. Oh, um, one of my um, – it's from Facebook and one of my – Coworkers was posting some of the Facebook memes and things like, I like this. This this is my brand of humor. I enjoy this. <laughs> and then I kind of went, oh, oh, they're on Spotify. Cool. And that became my daily Wednesday drive to work. I'd put you all on and listen and just cackle at Bunny's, Bunny finding a loophole in the would you rathers and... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I am usually cackling in my car on my way to work. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, it's Monday. It's a teaching day. You're a yes. teacher. I yes. assume you taught today. How was your day? I did. Today was a good day. Um, everything just seemed to be kind of chill today, which Mondays are usually chill, but today was an extra level of I didn't have a lot of my usual character builders <laughs> yeah. going on today. And I had a little... A little extra time in my schedule today to get a couple extra things done because we're getting close to our final orders for the year. Yeah. There's a lot of extra things that I have to do on that end that I don't always have a chance to do on other days. So today I had a little extra couple minutes in my day and like, okay, we're going to print off reports and start doing all the organizational pieces because once we get to testing at the end of the year, that's usually where I have no mental capacity to do anything. How long have you been teaching? Um, this is, uh, if I'm doing the mental math right, I think this is, I started in 2003, so I think this is going to be completing year 20. That's impressive. No, I think I'm at 18. I want to say, I'm trying to think out of our hosts. I know some of them have been teaching longer than I have. I believe that Mr., oh my gosh, I just, Wayne Kerr, formerly uh, Turd Ferguson, he's been teaching a few years longer than I have. I think he's in the 20s at this point. But I think he's winding it down because, you know, it's hard to do. It's hard to do for this level. Uh, what yes. level do you teach? Are you elementary, middle school, high school? Elementary. Ooh, okay. I love elementary. I've been teaching elementary predominantly for most of my career. I do work with middle schoolers and high schoolers and a ton of pre-K, but elementary is my bread and butter. Do you see yourself doing this for a long time? Or do you see yourself doing this for another few years and finding something else? What's your what's the water feel like? Um, I mean, is this something you can soak in for a bit? I, I I've, I've been kind of waffling, and I know I put something out there in the in the Patreon group a couple of weeks ago about something that was going on, and I was starting to question whether this was going to be the life for me, and should I continue? Have I finally reached the end of my career? Have I have I have I made it to a place where most people in the job I currently do don't go into it right out of their undergrad. They 
are in a classroom or they're an English teacher, then they come into my role about where I am now. And I always knew I wanted to do this very, very early on. So when, when someone asks me, are you sure you still want to teach? I go, it's never been the students, although we're still trying to rebuild from COVID of getting them back into the stamina of just being in school. And so it, it, it's, it's never been that it's all the extra bureaucracy. It's all the, <clears throat> all the more, Hey, do more with less. Yeah. Well, no, I need support. I need these things. I need time. I, um, I think Count even said this a couple podcasts ago. He was tired of bringing his, his tired of giving his family his leftovers. Yeah. That yeah, was a very and well said I, phrase. Yes. And, and I resonated with that because I realized I was bringing a ton of stuff home. I'd finish dinner. I'd come upstairs, lesson plans, purchase orders, all these things. And like, I finally got to a place where I'm, unless I have to, I'm not going to. I'm going to, my time with my son and my, and Mr. Bookworm, I'll, I'll go ahead and call him that right now. Um, my time with him is valuable. And I'm not, I don't want to give that up unless I have to because there's a deadline. I don't want to, I don't want to give either of them my leftovers. No, that's very valid. And this will move on. I'm just kind of curious because I've been asking this of the, all the patrons I've interviewed today. Um, you have a partner. Are they very supportive of yes. you continuing teaching? Are they wary of it? Are they like, this is your dream you go for? Like, hey, hon, maybe you should try something else that might be easier. Where are they at with you? How do they support you? <laughs> um, he is very supportive. He is, if I decided I'm just done and this is my last year, he's behind me. If, he, if it's one more year, great. If it's five more years, it's, it's more... He wants to support me how best he can, but he also goes, I also do see you getting a bit more worn down over time. And not that it's not causing any conflict with us. He, We're just very in tune with each other's moods. And when he's like, you seem to be doing this a lot lately. And then it's forcing me to check myself of, is this a one-time thing? Or is this a long-term that I've been feeling this for the last five years, three years, whatever it happens to be. So he is supportive of what I want to do, whether I choose to stay in teaching or find a different outlet for my, my love of reading, which if you can see the room I'm in right now, um, I have lots of books and not enough shelf space. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to that house. There's nothing wrong. I love books myself. And so I, I mm -hmm. buy a lot of them and download a more, bunch more than I should. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bookworm, I just have a couple more things uh, for you before oh, we yeah. move on. Well, I'm glad you participate in our patron Facebook group. It's one of the reasons I was happy to have you on here, just because you are an advocate and you're in there. And then it kind of shows other teachers who are listening what they could do if they decide to join the patron. Do you have any messages for anyone out there or for any of the hosts you might be listening that you want to say to them before we sign off? Um, I, I just, I want to reiterate what you all have said over the last couple of years, especially the, um, the airline thing. I think Bunny did that. Yeah, that was Bunny Shirley, Shirley. Temper, yeah. Shirley. Oh, I, I, when, when, I'm, when I was having a couple of really rough days at the end of last year, I would go back and find that and put that on repeat and just go ding dong. And I just immediately just calmed down. <laughs> it's like, 
it's not that bad. But taking care of your mental health, they will, um, I found a meme a while back of they will post your job before your obituary. Yeah. Your job, your job is not your life. If just take care of you, because if you don't take care of you, you're not gonna be able to take care of the kids you work with. And that is super important because that there are kids who will, they'll have that rough day, but you are that bright spot for them. And just, yeah, just really just taking care of yourself. And that's something that I have a hard time doing because I am very much a giver. I like to give of myself all the time, but I don't like to ask for help. And I definitely don't like to let people know that I am not in a good headspace. Oh, I, I hear that. I've done the same thing for a long time. But lately I've learned that if I'm a lot more open with the crap I'm going through, you know, that's you know yes. reasonable to share with people, not yes. like the little tiny, tiny things. Yes. I've learned I feel a lot better and that honestly no one really cares or judges me. And so if I say like, oh, yes. yes, I'm going through this right now. Most people are like, oh, that sucks instead of me pretending everything's fine. Like, no, no, I, I'm actually struggling. This thing sucks right now. But I'll be fine mm-hmm. and I want to let you know. I don't think we should have to hide our pain just because no. it's not healthy for us. And it won't help us. We won't be able to move on or heal if that's what we do. No. Well, Bookworm, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you being a member of the Patreon. And I'm glad you get to be on an episode this week. So thank you. I know. Absolutely. Well, you have a fantastic evening. Tell your partner I said thank you for sharing you for the evening. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, I would like to welcome you to the 2020-21 school year. Please make sure all personal emotions, familial needs, and health issues are stowed away in the rear compartment of your brain before logging on for the day. Failure to tuck this baggage away may result in an inability to achieve any progress. Once lessons have commenced, you are free to move about your mind and deal with any issues, but be warned that the size and type of your baggage may have shifted and you risk collapse by exposing yourself to them at this time. There are 12 restrooms in this building. The eight closest to you will be randomly closed for sanitation. Please consider this when thinking of intaking liquids or nutrition of any form. Bathrooms are considered off-limits while giving any kind of instruction, so please plan any bodily evacuation accordingly. In the unlikely event that the internet or school software should go down, please notify the front office. We are told one of them should be back from lunch before too long. If you are teaching in person, please make sure you are aware of certain recent safety measures that the local government should have put in place while the lessons are progressing. In general, young humans are disgusting by nature, so these rules should be followed at all times, regardless of your political views or claimed IQ. Number one. Masks that cover the mouth and nose should be worn at all times, even if the student is six feet away from another living creature. Number two, all students should sanitize hands upon entering and exiting the classroom. Number three, 
In the event that you should start feeling emotionally overwhelmed or an anxiety attack coming on, please make sure you put on your own personal oxygen mask and help yourself before tending to the needs of others. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast would like to once again thank you for continuing to work in the noblest of professions, regardless of pay, toxic positivity, and what the general public opinion of your position may be. We know you had many choices in professional careers, and we here at Teacher Needs a Drink podcast are ecstatic that you continue to attempt to educate the future of this world. We welcome the opportunity to listen, commune, cry, smile, and support you through this fucktangle of a year. Remember, you are not alone. Thank you again for listening to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Deep breaths, deep drinks. All right, folks, I'd like to thank a lot of the people who helped out today. A big thank you to Exhausted Band Director, Texas Teacher Kristen, and Bookworm, who are all patrons of Teacher Needs a Drink. If you're interested in joining and being one of these people who gets their name called out the front, um, sign up for your Patreon. Go look up Teacher Needs a Drink podcast on Patreon. It's $5 a month. You get access to over 100 different pieces of audio content that have not been shared on the main feed. There's a lot of great stuff in there. So I'd like to thank everyone and everyone listening. I love you guys. I really really do. Um, this podcast is a labor of love. I, I don't make money off of it. And it's really the the sheer just friendship of my other hosts that they come in and help too. And so I appreciate everyone listening. And I love you guys. This one, it's been a hard month. Man, every time I start to think I'm better, things get a little trickier. But I'm getting there. And things are getting better. But man, everyone hang out there. Remember what Shirley Temper said in there. You aren't alone. There are hundreds of thousands of us teachers who are all going through the same thing. There might not be many like you going through the same thing at your school, but they are out there. If you get a chance, sign up for the Patreon or join our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you have a theater teacher in your building, you can help us out by telling them about Lud Lamb Dramatics, and maybe they will find something there. All right, friends, thank you for listening. We've got our 175th episode coming up soon. Holy crap. Um, so I'll see you on the flip side. Love you guys. Bye.